And we are off. It's a Friday. Um, 1989 Taylor's version came out today, which I think we needed. Uh, so, you know, in all seriousness, right, uh, yesterday was a really tough day, I think, for a lot of people in Maine. And um, uh, my my thoughts, heart, everything um, is with the people of Lewiston um, and the surrounding areas. And, uh, yeah, it was just a tough day. Um, it sucks. It should be a lot easier to get mental health treatment than an AR-15. Um, and and so that's all we're going to put on the board for today. This is not the show for that. We're going to kick our heels up and talk a little bit about the upcoming Fantasy Football Week. You any, know, any thoughts? Very, very nice statement. Agree with everything. It's putting me in a tough spot because I really wanted to make fun of you about the Taylor Swift comment. And now oh, I can't. Interrupt us in. Yeah, he knows us. He knows us well. He like diffuses us, and then he he knows where the line is, and he gets there. It's, uh, I might go past it today, but we'll uh, masterful. No, we'll full agreement. It's a joke. It, the whole thing's a joke. It's a disaster. Shouldn't be this hard. No. Um. So last week, uh, we got back into the money, which we desperately needed to, and then mm. this week, FanDuel jacked up their prices again. Yeah, because everybody's there's no buys. They got nuts. Everybody, it's like Biden bucks pumping the system, and now everybody's just in there getting wild. So it used to be five dollars for the Millie Maker entry, um, and we were we were winning the world nine dollars at least fifteen bucks. We had a couple dry weeks, but that happens to the best of them. Um, Do we have to I retroactively think, change our our percentage now? Or are we gonna? We have I to think be able to so. stop it. I don't we, think so. No, because we paid five yeah. for those wins. We're not going. We back. did. Yeah, we're still going ROI. We're not going. Yeah. yeah. We're windshield guys. No rear view mirror. We don't look back there. <laughs> the most frustrating okay. thing is they didn't change the payout structure. So no. They're just Classic doubling America. their intake with the same payout. Yeah. We're paying for a war with this? What's going on? What happened? They didn't even tell anybody. This is the true can... policing of America. Yeah, this is our most well, political I think, I think uh, all the financial advisors out there, <laughs> even our favorite, um, Nope. decided okay everyone's been listening to the millie boys they're making money left and right um we need to you know Bottle. jack this up get a cut of of you know what what they're doing for the rest of america but yeah um, so last week uh we were looking at who the winners were and and where some of the money was and something kind of struck me right it was either you had to have lamar or you had to have Mahomes, right mm. um yeah and then it came to, you know, you brought up our quarterback this week, and we can we can get into it a little bit. Last week, we started Lamar. I think we were spot on. I don't think there was anything, you know, other than Mahomes that we mm-hmm. could have done differently there. Um, but you've been saying Lamar again, Lamar again. Um, tell me why, Manny. Yeah, he's not cheap. I think last week... You guys know where I've, I stood on this offense in the offseason with Monken. I've seen his track record, his resume previous to this, told me that we were going to end up with an offense that had the weapons to make some plays. But then Rashad Bateman forgot how to catch. OBJ's washed. Andrews is kind of starting slow. Flowers is a rookie getting his feet under him. But Lamar, when he goes off, you guys, if you look back, um, even prior to this offensive shift, when he goes off, he does it for like weeks at a time. Like he goes at full yep. Lamar MVP mode. The minute the first, I always tell myself, the minute I see the first MVP week from Lamar, I play him until I don't see one because he's going to rip off a few. And it just so happens he's got a great matchup again this week. So um, 
I feel like he's not cheap, obviously, which isn't everything, but he's just there's just like no greater upside on the slate than him because of when he's playing like this, what he can do. I mean, it's 30, 40 point weeks. Last week, what did he do? 34 points. Like that's crazy. That breaks the whole slate. So it's you Lamar Boston well, until he lays a turd. You might as well count that almost in the first half, too, because they were up by so much. There was nothing yeah. for him to contribute in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I told, I said earlier, I don't know, game theory wise, like this is probably Josh Dobbs' last start. He's turned back into a pumpkin and Murray's ready to play again and they want to play him. So he's probably going to try to go show everything he can do and and finish on a good note so that he can get himself another job. Like that's what he's thinking right now, right? He knows he's not going to be the quarterback of the Cardinals. Maybe he can get a backup job if he can like shine one more time. So maybe he keeps him in it a little bit, keeps it close. He has to play the whole game. We got some, some blow up potential here. I love it. Al, I didn't skip you, um, but I wanted to touch on Lamar really quickly. Um, well, you why are... don't we finish up that stack first? Because we're going to have a yeah. few players from that game, right? Okay, you're holding on to the the pick of the week. Yeah, yeah well, he can fire it whenever he wants. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make true. people actually listen to the end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> smart. Hell yeah, I like that. So, um, it, yeah, go ahead and rip those No, go off. for it, Batty. Well, we're going to play Flowers again because he's the only receiver there. I mean, so there is a world you could play Bateman. He flashed last week. Um, he's obviously still, his price is like very depressed. 4,900 is spicy. Still only saw three targets. He's had three targets in every single game this year, which is a crazy it's stat. So it's not enough, it's not enough volume. He, yeah. yeah, it's not. He could score, but let's just stay safe. Flowers isn't that expensive, so it's not really a big deal. Um and then yeah. I think, you know, you can slide Andrews in there, too, because he had a monster week last week. And if Jackson's going to go off, it's a little risky to take two of his guys. But I think Agreed. tight end is such a wasteland. Who cares? It's it, it's a disaster. And we've been talking about, oh, just pick a, a $4,500 tight end for the last two years. Um, and we thought about uh, Trey, always the um, bridesmaid, never the McBride uh-huh. um, yep. last week. But, um, but Andrews... Um, there are two tight ends that you can play and feel any level of confidence. It's obviously Kelsey. Um, I was trying to slide him in against Denver. He kills Denver every single time they play over the last like 16 games. I think he's averaging 120 yards receiving with touchdown, but um, is that not normal know, against Denver? I thought that no, was no. I mean, oh. they're going to have to play catch up all week. <laughs> all <game. laughs> but, uh, but you do have some funny. Yeah. You had some funny, some funny texts to uh, me trying to like <laughs> subconsciously trash the Broncos every time I tried to position a player that they had on their team, like McLaughlin. You were like, "Yeah," I was like, "It's great for garbage time," and you were like, "Yeah, it'll be great when they're trying to run the clock out, trying to try to lead the clock." So that was good. Credit to you, but also, yeah, AD's not happy. I can't. I can't let it go. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah, Andrews is going to see even if they run the ball forty times. With Baltimore, Andrews is going to see eight to nine targets, um, yep. and he's going to get the red zone work. So, and the rest of the tight ends are, like I said earlier, it's just it's a disaster. And I know it's throwing darts, but at the same time, like if you've got the money to spend, spend up for Andrews, Kelsey. They're another receiver at a little bit of a de- depressed price based on their their position. Yeah, he's Agreed. a safety valve with extreme red zone potential, right? So how is there a yep. downside here? Yep. And tight ends crap. So who cares? Like let's just we don't have any we got we're able to build the lineup we wanted even with him, so why not use him? Right. That's the most time we've ever spent on tight end. Uh-huh. And it will be the most. We might as well just do defense now and get that out of the way too. 
<laughs> do you want to take us there? We're really holding no. back AB. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going uh, full tantric with AB. He's waiting to the end. Um, Atlanta, rookie quarterback. Will Levis, done. Malik Willis. I mean, pick, pick your poison. Pick, pick and fumble machines, sacks aplenty. Oh, my God. It's going to be just Yeah, it's going to be great. It's easy. Just always pick a defense, especially if they're sub 4,000 4, yep. against a rookie quarterback. Yeah, bingo. Alex, we've waited long enough. I can't yeah. wait longer. Um, yeah, and this isn't even that. It's it's. I don't think I'm going to be the only person out there putting this one together, but you got to play Brandon Ayuk this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Debo's out for the foreseeable future. 49ers coming off two bad losses, right? They got to make a point here and get Purdy back uh, with some confidence, and I think they're going to throw it. And Ayuk's really the only pass catcher out there besides Kittle now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah he's the guy. They don't throw it to anybody else. And Kittle doesn't even really get that many targets. No, he's definitely – his production's down this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, when you've got McCaffrey in the backfield, who still has that you know questionable designation on him? So, you never know. He's fragile as a freaking puff pastry. Yeah, yeah. They've looked they've looked uh they've looked fragile last I feel like a couple weeks. Um did we anoint the Niners as the best team in the league a little too soon or it was too give... it was way too soon. Yeah. I mean um look who's standing right now. It's the Philly or it's the Eagles and uh-huh. the Chiefs. Um and, and the Eagles are kind of like laboring but still getting wins. That tells me that's a team that they're they're so ready. deep. They're it's kind of yeah. like how their roster is built, right? Like yeah. They do have some high-end talent, but at the same time, they just have 44 guys that would start on most yeah. teams. They just um, added Bayard. Was he was he on the scrap heap? And he's yeah, like a former Pro Bowl. Sixth and a fifth. Um, yeah. I mean, Howie Rosen's doing it again. Yeah. Um, running back. And, and this kind of goes to the point, right, of like, don't be scared of playing guys in consecutive weeks. Um and, you know, I know there's a tendency, oh, we played him last week and he did well. Well, we don't want to, you know, go back to that, <laughs> go back to that no. again. But I I love Kamara again, 14 targets, 17 rushing attempts. Every single game has been over 25 touches. Yeah. Um, and Derek Carr, <laughs> Patty loves him. But Indy has been a turnstile um, defensively. They come up with big plays. Kamara might fumble, but he also might score two touchdowns and have 150 total yards and eight catches. Um, so, you know, I think he's a safe play. His price is creeping up at 8,300, but, um, you know, I, I think other than McCaffrey, he's probably the safest to be the focal point of an offense, um, you know, running back. Agree. Yeah. And, I mean, the amount of targets, obviously, he's getting is insane. It, that, like, speaks for itself. But Indy has um, – they've given up a fair share of library, of uh, running back one and two games, for sure. I think they've had um, – I was just looking at it. I think it's, like, six or seven, which is, like, tied for second in the league. So, yeah, they're not stopping anybody over there. They're just getting run right through. And he's just getting – like, Carr refuses to throw the ball downfield. He's just literally dumping it off. So, we'll take the, we'll take the PPR targets there. Um. You brought up an interest, interesting point at running back. Um, something happened this week to one of the the stud running backs, and and we have a pivot for you too. Um, it's a cheap play, but do you want to walk us through it, Maddie? Yeah. So Kenny Walker didn't practice yesterday. Um, he'd have to practice again, and he kind of has a history of of missing games. So here's the thing: it's not a great matchup. The Browns no. obviously, um, unless they have a game plan for. Um, 
miles, which I, who knows, right? Like, I don't know if they do or not, right. but you know, with Walker being that expensive, um, you could use Charbonnet this week because he can catch passes and they may end up needing him to do that, especially if DK is not healthy. So Walker pivot to um, Charbonnet, who's dirt cheap. And then if for some reason, because of the lineup that we've built, Gibby, tell them, tell the people who we can, who can slot in there if they'd like, well, if they can't use Charbonnet. <laughs> because uh, Zach, um, don't call me Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, All right. You've got 15 uh, seconds to give us this potential pivot. Go ahead. $4,500. Um, we've got $600 left over. You could easily go with, um, you could pivot to, sorry, I wrote it down. Jaleel McLaughlin running back yeah. for Denver. Um, it out. <laughs> I did. And, and he's livid, uh, livid. He's furious. You've ruined his Friday. I was trying to wait as long as I could. Oh, Alex left. Alex left. We finally got the Alex has left the chat. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Jaleel could play, and he could catch passes, and the Chiefs will probably be not really all that worried about the game at that point because it's going to be a disaster. Um, yeah, I, I worry about Mahomes' mental health after. Yeah, he could have a tough time this week against a premier um, team on both sides of the well, ball, but yeah. he'll do his best, and Jaleel will get some work. So yep. a potential pivot Great. if needed. Also, a bonus play if anybody wants it. Um, if you can fit it into your lineup and you want to go this route, Damian Pierce against Carolina. Carolina has um, one of the biggest run funnel defenses in the league. Um, they just get crushed. They've given up, um, already given up nine. Every week of this season, Carolina has given up an RB1 finish to a running back. Really? Everybody's forgotten about Damian Pierce because he hasn't done anything. He's still pretty cheap, 6,700. He's not um, getting into the end zone. He hasn't gotten into the end zone yet. He's been averaging like six, seven, eight points. Um, yeah. Potential running back to keep your eye on if you want to slide him into a, a variation of the lineup that we've built. But um, he's the kind of guy that everybody forgot about. No one's going to play. And Carolina quite literally has given up nothing but running back one week. So not a bad idea. Keep it in the radar. Houston's still in it. Yeah, they're like a 500 team right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they're winning games. Right? Or three and four? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They're moving the ball. Three and three. Yep. So Um, it's a little bonus play. And then one of the wide receivers we snuck in, we were looking at New England, Miami. They're they're going to be points in that game. Um, We're trying to figure out a way to get Waddle involved on our team because, you know, Belichick historically has shut down the number one option and that's obviously Tyreek Hill um so that wasn't a direction we wanted to go but that leaves room for Waddle we don't have enough to fit it in so we went to the other side of the football with Pop Douglas two S's Maddie you're adding an S when you're just to be safe just to be safe in case we need to pull the ripcord on him yeah so it's open he's getting open I think you're forgetting that after the win last week, New England's back in the Super Bowl talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're... I love this alternate universe that we're all playing in right now. You know, now. they're like one it's... of the teams that we follow that has a shot at making the Super Bowl because um, there's only one team. Um, Listen, Christmas Eve, wh- where are they going to flex that game to? Do you have a prediction? Oh, my God. Can you give us an you official prediction? Tuesday at 6 p.m., right? <laughs> yeah, Tuesday at no, 6 p.m. I... on the CW after live. <laughs> Yeah, I called uh, the Chicago Denver game earlier. It was after like Chicago got trounced by Kansas City, and Denver just gave up seventy points. I was like, "Yeah, they they flexed this to Tuesday morning at nine a.m. <laughs> and, uh, with it's, no one uh, out. It's being broadcast at the same time as Mace's uh, preseason women's Chinese basketball games. Yeah, yeah. 
pretty close. I mean, Pop Douglas, right? Six catches or six targets last week, four catches, 54 yards. He hasn't broken into the end zone yet. I don't believe he can get involved in like a little bit of wide receiver screen game. Uh-huh. They want to mix it up, run ball a little bit. And, and that is probably a game they're going to be playing catch up um, in all seriousness. So, uh, you know, I, I, I like that. They can't just keep feeding Kendrick Bourne 14 targets and 12 targets. Let's just be honest, though. You know, this is a, a move of necessity by spending up in other areas, right? Yes. So we have to find somebody to fit in here. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. It's you're hoping for that same line he had last week with a touchdown. It's like 12 yeah. points. Boom. Cash it. He's shifty. He gets open. I like guys that can get open. They can make more yeah. happen. And he's a gadget guy. So, like you said, Gibby, he's going to run some screens. You can break one of those. Like, you get some rushing yards. Good, good cheap play. I love it. Um, and then flex. We can't miss flex again this week. We have uh, the fact checkers out there. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. How embarrassing was that? Pretty tough for us. Yeah, it was not a good look. Was he let us off the hook, but he wasn't. You could tell. I could see the disappointment in his text. I could almost see it through the text. Um, yeah. So we owe him better than that. It was a don't let it happen again. Uh-huh. Uh, I put so, myself in my quiet corner for the rest of yeah. the night. <laughs> <laughs> if we lose dubs, we lose like half of our listenership. We really <laughs> can't run that risk. I can see the stats on the downloads, and uh, I just know that he's driving around to different locations and downloading <laughs> to help our. He's our. He's an award-winning listener. He's an AWR. Um, Calvin Ridley at flex. Maddie, you've been saying we need to play Ridley or Kirk. Why? Yeah. So the. So this week, um, in terms of week, we're looking at like defenses and the types of defenses that they play. The Jags this week um, are up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh plays, um, I think it's the most, I'm looking it up right now. It's either the most or the second most um, one high safety in the league. Yep. And then they also, um, you know, in conjunction with that, they play a ton of zone as well. So they play a massive amount of zone. I, th- I think I'm looking at it right here. It's it's a lot. So that kind of is traditionally Ridley has had a lot of success beating that beating zone. Yep. But we it's all kind of decided. Game. He is, yeah. But we decided Kirk has been playing better. So you got to pick one of these two guys. I think I bet you the Millie lineup will have one of these two guys in it this week because Pittsburgh hasn't really been stopping anybody either. And and traditionally, when we're trying to figure out which wide receiving target, we just pick the lower price one to give ourselves mm-hmm. a little bit more cushion. We do have some money to spend, so you could pivot up to Kirk by by all means. But I think, you know, Ridley's also the guy, I know the stats don't bear it out, but anecdotally when it's like third and eight, third and nine, and it's a first down that they need, it feels like Lawrence um, is looking Ridley's way a little bit more often in crucial third downs. And I'm sure there's a statistic that measures that somewhere, but um, you know, I think uh, Ridley is a nice play at 6,800. And if he can get back to like week one, week two status, we're in, we're in uh, the the six figures again. Yep. That, yep. That stat is probably called third down targets. Three, three <laughs> I'm days. talking about like crucial, like one score <laughs> games. And Maddie's going to look it up later, and he's going to. Yeah, I'm on it right now. I'm literally staring at. I'm just staring at numbers. <laughs> I look like uh, like the um, what's his name from the from the uh, forgot the movie. Jeez, this is bad. Hangover. That meme where oh. he's got all the numbers going around in his head. That's what I'm basically looking at right now. It's good radio. Real good. No, you're right. Um, the best use of this it. media. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm looking at it. Confirmed. Okay. Very good. Yep. So yep. um 
Berman had another Hall of Fame week last week. Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, following up summer, Brees Hall was going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were there were a few he threw in there that um, just it's every single week with him. Um, and I'm trying to look up what he what he had. I had it written down and I I lost it. But um, if you are doing nothing on Monday night, the one thing to make sure you do is follow like the fastest three minutes or or whatever the program is on yeah. Scott Bell. And then uh, kudos to Aaron Rodgers. He sounded like a robot on the Manning cast um, for a minute. They like they had to reconnect his audio twice. And uh, and what a treat that was. So we got, you know, Rodgers, we got Boomer all on one Monday evening. So make sure you're checking in that. I'll post the uh, I'll post the nicknames later. I can't find them off the, the top. Of my they were good. They were real good. Um, but. Anyway, guys, we did it again. We'll read through. We've got Lamar quarterback. Um, Kamara and Charbonnet are the running backs. Wide receivers are Ridley, Ayuk, Zay Flowers. Tight end, Andrews, Flex, Bob Douglas, defense, Atlanta. I think we've covered every position. Am I correct? Yeah, that seems comprehensive to me. AB, confirm? Confirm. Yeah, that's great work. That's just, you know, that's just taking constructive feedback or constructive criticism and applying it right away and just showing great growth by us. I want to, I want to commend all three of us for that. We we're not always going to be right. Um, but we'll get it right. Is, mm-hmm. is really the, Ooh, that's the, nice. That's like a, a auto parts slogan. Or oh something. yeah. We'll get put that on there. <laughs> get that on the masthead. I don't know if VIP is going to, um, you know, VIP auto parts is going to be calling <laughs> later, but we are looking for another sponsor. Um, Gentlemen, well done. Alex, Maddie, uh, great work today. Yep, we're in the cash. Future is future's bright.